You know, Eric, I really love that we basically don't need a theme song or a jingle. Right. Because once people hear wheel, they know exactly what time it is. You you knew what it was when you signed up. We just get straight into it. Jump right in. We don't have to explain the podcast no more. Bitch, we're on episode 30. That's what this is? Episode 30? 30. Oh, This motherfucker in midlife crisis. I don't think that happens at 30. It's not that 30? I think that's got to be later. Okay. Yeah. Late 30s? I mean... Like pushing 40s? That's a good question because I always saw people talking about their midlife crisis was like after 40. Even though that's technically that would maybe make, a bit later. Yeah, that would make the end of life like 80. Yeah. I don't know if motherfuckers be living to 80 all the time. Yeah, well, they do. but That's not the average. But if, if someone's going to have a midlife crisis at maybe a mid-adulthood. Yeah. Th- I think when people say midlife crisis, they mean mid-adulthood right. crisis. Because you're discounting the fact that they were a child for 18 years. Right. You're finally making money. You got yeah. You got some decisions to make. You already do, or you thinking about having kids. You know what's weird? Home ownership comes into the so, fold. Um, I'll t- I'll talk about my age because I'm old and it's fine. Uh, Worst. I, I was I was born in 1980. Woo, woo, woo. But woo. but but I I was alive. I was totally alive in the 70s because I was you know not born yet. And, yeah. And, and, right. Yeah, right. I was an embryo in the 70s. It's kind of crazy. I was like, because I think of myself as born in the 80s, but actually I've been like- You were conceived. The heart been beaten for longer than You were conceived in 79. That's weird. Right. It's pretty weird. Isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I was I was conceived in 86. The, the 70s were a very long time ago. I know, dog. Yeah. Whew. My parents were born in 1950 and 51. Yeah. And I think of the 50s is like a million years ago. Right. Might as well be. But, yeah. Motherfucker, we done. I feel like. We I, done walked on the moon since then. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? No, I think we walked on the moon before that. But Not the, not the 50s. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the, the 80s. 80s. Yeah, yeah, not yeah, the 80s. Yeah. No, I'm a fucking Challenger exploded. That was about it. Yeah. Nah, you know what I'm saying? All right. Uh, so we're coming off episode that was, 29. That was Wash Corner. Yeah. I'm, I'm glad we had that. that. That was a good intro. We just had episode 29, which was my birthday. Yep. Not really, but it was. Uh, it felt like my birthday because I episode. got double dose yep. because episode 28 was your Yandi episode. Yep. So now we're back to normal circumstances. Yep. You had 10 so toes down. You're going to have first up. I've got second up. So I've got first up. Here's the thing. This so the the when we first came back for this this second half of the of the third season, I had the song of the year, the song of the year that also happened to have the verse of the year, yeah, separately. Yes, this is the album of the year that does not contain either of those things. So I'm really stuck at trying to pick my favorite song. Off of the album of the year. And you would think the album of the year would have been Yandi because I did a whole podcast dedicated to it. So I don't want to do a whole podcast dedicated to this album, but it is my favorite album of the year. Oh, man. You're just making more work for yourself. I know. You're, you're editing. So, so I'm only doing, I'm only going to do one song and I'm going to pick that song right now. 
Little blankets for your feet If I'm singing on a beat Niggas hating on your dreams Don't go changing up on me Body swinging from a tree But gold chains cause I'm free All these things I don't need Giving me anxiety I book a flight far away Toby Lou lost in space Middle fingers when I see I contact you when it's safe But what did you wanna say? I'm like light either way Blankets for your feet If I'm singing on a beat Niggas hating on your dreams Don't go changing up on me Body swinging from a tree But gold chains cause I'm free All these things I don't need Giving me anxiety I book a flight far away Toby Lou lost in space But I need you to escape I got two on the way I contact you when it's safe But what did you wanna say I'm like light is away It's no fair. 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 It's I wanted things, but they didn't happen You think you make all the rules That's why I call all the booze My insides are royal blue Sometimes I ignore you too Cause you think you make all the rules That's why I call all the booze I can't always be the fool My insides are royal blue Sometimes I ignore you too Ah Wheel Eric, that was very good Okay So what do you want to talk about? Um, No, I'm just kidding Uh, First impressions uh, First impressions, I will say I feel like I'm almost positive No, I'm not almost positive I feel like I've heard that before I feel like I stumbled upon some newer release that, and I heard that song. Maybe. I might have played it for you before. I might even have to check back in the logs and see if I played. Okay, so the artist was Toby Lou, and I have 100% played the artist before. We had a long, drawn-out conversation about his song, Buff Baby. Yes. That is not on this album. Okay, yeah. So you remember that. So yeah, so Toby Lou, but I feel like this is, and I'd have to like rummage through my history to make, to like be certain about this, but 
I feel like I've almost like stumbled upon that before, but I don't know. But anyway, it was very good. Maybe. So let me ask you this. So Toby Lou is like a dude, right? Yeah. And then the feature on there, was it his own voice like sped up? Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. He, he tweaks and pitches his own voice. Yeah. A lot. Tremendous. Now, now is he trying to sound like a female or just, just aesthetically speeding it up and um, changing he's, it up? He's got this other persona that's called Buff Baby. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if he's going for like a baby sound. I don't know if he's going for an effeminate sound. I don't yeah. really know, but he just, he plays with his voice yeah. an incredible amount. And it worked really well. So like, I picked that song. That song is very indicative of his sound. Mm-hmm. And, but it's, Sometimes he can lean a little more. What I don't know what what genre would you call it when people rap over acoustic guitar? You know what I'm saying? What genre? Yeah, you know what I'm saying. I don't know if that's like a genre. It's a thing. It's, it's a thing that happens it's a occasionally. Thing. Yeah, it's a thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, the, like the life Jennings of it all. <laughs> Sometimes he can get a little acoustic broy. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? In, in in as much as a rapper can. Yeah, but he—I love his melody so much that I'm for it. Like I'll, I'll even yeah, listen to those enough. songs. Yeah. Um. So this is kind of in that vein, but like not fully. It's good. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's it's acoustic pro, but good. Yeah. Um. And the other thing I like about Toby is that he's perpetually a sad boy. Yeah. But he doesn't sulk. Mm-hmm. He's like sad about it. He has a song called um, "Crying in the Club." Yeah, <laughs> he's he's got a song called uh, uh, "I Was Sad But I'm Okay Now." Like he's got a bunch of stuff. Uh, what's the other joint? Smiling at my phone. Um, so that oh, I was sad last night. I'm okay smiling now. Smiling at my phone. Smiling at my phone. You got me smiling at my phone. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's kind of dark. So that one was called "Sometimes I Ignore You Too," mm. and it's about. Yeah. I think it's about like the chase of like getting into a new relationship or breaking up of like one person's up the other person's ass. Mm-hmm. So he's trying to prove like, you know, sometimes I don't pick up all your calls. I don't text you back immediately. Sometimes I ignore you too. You know what I'm saying? So he's like, he's hurt, but he's not trying to show it. Yeah. So it's a, it's a sensitive, it's a soft song. He's perpetually a sad boy. He's always getting the short end of the stick. But he doesn't wear it on his sleeve because his personality is very bubbly. His yeah. personality is very like in your face, not in your face, like annoying, but like. Yeah. Well, like I, so and, and I know we've already talked about this, but I think it's important to figure out or establish is his high pitched voice like an alter ego or is it just his same thoughts just, you know, uh, communicated in a different way? Like why make that aesthetic choice? I mean, it sounds cool, obviously. right? Like, is it, it, I think the only reason it matters is because you have to ask: Is it another person or not? Exactly. Right. That's what I'm trying to sort out in my head. Like, is, uh, is he coming from the perspective of another person? Maybe. Or not? I think maybe there's a, there's a potential where he could be the asshole and the the hook. The refrain might be mimicking like the girl that he's hollering yeah. at, where she's saying, "Well, fuck you." Sometimes I ignore you too. Yeah. You right. know what I'm saying? Maybe. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I could see that. Okay. So you said. That uh, leading up into this, you said this was album of the year. Album for you? of the year. Ooh, album okay. of the year. Well, tell us about that. Uh, it's called Live on Ice. Toby mm, Lou. Toby Live Lou, on yeah. Ice. Yeah. Uh, really good. Really good album title. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Uh, it's well thought out. It's cohesive. It's a little long. Mm-hmm. It's I don't know. I feel like it's pushing 20 tracks, and you could easily cut five. 
Um, but I'm just a Toby Lou stan. So even those five aren't bad. There's only one really bad song where he samples. I kid you not. He samples the Shake It Off drums. Oh, like Taylor Swift? Doom, ch- doom, doom, ch- doom. Oh, yeah. okay. It's, yeah. it's, and it's, it's a cute song, but I just can't. Because he easily could have sampled the Hey Ya drums. He did not. He <laughs> specifically sampled the Taylor Swift Shake It yeah. Off drums. So, And that annoys me. I will say that when I first heard this song, like Andre 3000 kind of popped into my head. Yeah. And so maybe that would have been a little on the nose for right. him to sample Hey Ya. He's got very hardcore Andre 3000 vibes. Um, I feel like, so Toby is like my age, but even though he's just breaking onto the scene and he's just getting out, getting some hype. Oh, uh, hey, Eric. Yeah. How old are you? 32. Okay. I knew that. I yeah. just wanted to. So just, just yeah. like borderline worst. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like not getting there. full. Like there. Still need a little bit of cleaning, <laughs> but like pretty clean as is. You know what I'm saying? I got some, I got some high horses that I, that I ride on. Um, so he's, he's of my era. So he drops an absurd amount of references to the past. Uh, and he's a very metaphorical rapidy rap kind of, kind of guy. But the reason I like him is because he masks it behind a layer of melody and like the, the, the point of his music isn't his rapidy rapping. He just does that for fun. Okay. Where he's much more concerned with like melody and joking. Mm-hmm. And then he just wraps that all up in a bunch of metaphors about like old references. Okay. So it helps if you know that stuff, but it's yeah. not make or break because you can sure. enjoy that song on its own. Yeah. Yeah. So in the album, it just is good because it just feels, it just, it's just a good, happy, well produced, catchy, album it's like it's does it have a lot of i mean typically in a in a really good album you have like a lot of variety you have those like peaks and valleys there's a a good amount of variety okay good good. there's a good amount of variety it's it's genuinely a good pop album yeah the only problem is he's not pop enough like he's not popular enough yeah where this could he's got a good persona he's got a good like image to sell he's got everything going for him he just hasn't broken through yet yeah uh so if we were judging this as like a bruno mars album Mm -hmm. i think it's fantastic (coughs) you know what i'm saying it's well produced it's a little uh messy in terms of like cohesiveness because some of the songs are all over the place but I i think that's fine that's like do with like independent artists that like doesn't have like a giant a and r and like a a huge label behind them you know what i'm saying yeah so um but it's not overproduced it's not like it's just good yeah it's just solid through and through super catchy he just rides his lane really well okay so i'm gonna put you on the spot Mm -hmm. if you could only listen to yandi and it's a very incomplete form Mm -hmm. or this Toby Lou album only can listen to one, which would you do? I would go Toby Lou. Really? Because, because the Yandi is incomplete. Yeah. But we're also never going to hear it. Like basically you're never going to hear those songs again. If you miss this opportunity. Right. Yes. Right. Now the Yandi complete album 
would probably be better. Okay. But it had, but yeah. Now, a magical hookup? If Kanye produced the Yandi album and let Toby Lou go off on it, <laughs> oh my God. Oh. That would be, be an incredible. They're both from Chicago. It's really? not out of the realm of possibility. You Does know what I'm Con- saying? Kanye surely doesn't live in Chicago. I mean, he, he tries to claim. He still he just bought his mom's house. He tries to claim that he's still of the neighborhood. Yeah. Yeah. Where does Sunday service take place? Those are in Calabasas. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Which is very that's inconvenient. That is not that's a that's a hop skip away from LA. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You got you ain't got no reason to go to Calabasas. You're not right. like you're not like you're not in LA being like, oh, let's go to the mall in Calabasas. You don't you don't do that. Yeah. Mm-mm. That's yeah. not. That's not even like us saying, that's like us saying, let's go to Tulsa. So, yeah, I would still say this is album of the year. It's just good. He tried. It was well thought out. (laughs) He tried. He tried. He tried. We're like, Kanye's not trying. You know what I'm saying? Like, like he put forth all his effort. That's what I mean. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Will. Yes. Do you have a John for me? I absolutely do. Let's get into your John. All right.
So Eric, I already, I already know the deal. Yeah. I know the deal. I know your general opinions about electronic dance music, particularly electronic dance music with no vocals. What's the deal, Will? So I already know how this conversation is likely going to go, but in your own pantheon of ability to appreciate instrumental you may say it out electronic loud. dance music, where does that rank? That wasn't bad. Cool. It wasn't bad. Good. Um, it had a groove. I'm get you would call that house. I would call that house. Uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah, I can appreciate house music. Nothing about it was annoying. It didn't try to do too much. Um, it was good. <laughs> it was good. Okay. It, it was. It was. It was good. It was solid. Like part of the reason it was good was because it was. I don't want to say. Un, unoffensive it was it just it, it had a groove you know yeah. what i'm saying and it like it fit it everything <clears throat> matched nothing was out of place yeah. and it just like held your attention and like kept you in this sphere for for a little bit and it also wasn't it was it wasn't long it wasn't absurdly long right well it was the edited it was like the radio which i'm cool version. with that i'm fine <laughs> right. with that you i didn't want to punish you i mean and the the actual like long version is not that long it's not it's like five minutes that was about four minutes or something something like that anyway so yeah i think that we've touched on this before but when you're when when it's electronic music and there's no words you're strictly going on like instrumental kind of gestures to kind of fill in the those spaces yeah to provide to provide feel to provide vocals yeah and I thought that this song did that extremely Those well. Those rolling synths. Yeah, the like, rolling synths. And also the kind of harpsichord. Yeah, kind of, oh, wait, that's what I meant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I thought, I think, I think that's a very, very good song. So, okay. <laughs> so here's where this gets, uh, here's, okay. So this is by an artist out of London called Tisha. T-S-H-A. All caps, I think. T-S-H? So, T-S-H-A, Tisha. So, <laughs> Tisha is a, a woman that I started following probably about, I want to say like two, two and a half years ago on Instagram. And straight up at that time, I just saw her and thought she was cute. Mm -hmm. And I just started following her. Yeah. And at that time, I don't believe she was in, uh, involved in like music making literally at all. No. Yeah, I don't think she had made any music, but I think I remember her being like a, an aspiring DJ. So she was like clearly kind of getting started doing smaller gigs, things like that in London. So obviously in a big market, probably. Uh, but now, like my, you know, I was like, just I remember this person like and she's like been kind of on my feed and I see her every now and then. And now and she's also like a model that's maybe relevant or whatever i don't want this to, to dominate the conversation makes more but, makes more but sense basically now. i i feel like it's just worthy for contextual reasons but it it's just i've gotten to like see this person go from probably not making music or at least not making music like publicly and making it available to making like that which in, in how long in in like presumably like very short amount of time yeah 
So that's crazy to me. Like that, cause that is, that sounds like a very mature production. Like you got to know some chops. You got to know your way around like certain things to even like be capable of making like sounds work together like that. That was a, that was a pretty intricate song. Yeah. Without, okay. It was intricate without like, Oh, not overdone. Not overdone. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Exactly. Yes. That was intricate without being overdone and it wasn't, it wasn't too busy, but more importantly, that the first thing I said about it is that it sat in a pocket, like it had a groove yeah. and it maintained that throughout the entire song and yeah. it didn't try to stray too far away from that. Yeah. And I think that's a problem of like inexperienced producers is they try to like branch out too much or like want to, I don't know, do something kooky. And she was just like, nope, I'm going to sit right here yeah. and just do this yeah. thing really well. Yeah. And I appreciate that. Yeah. I think that like, you know, if I could draw a comparison, I hear a little bit of K-Tranda like in that. K-Tranada? K-Tranada. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, I, do you hear any of Kate Trinata? In that? Mm, not, not stylistically. Really? Okay. Um, Kate Trinata is more like, like the bass is a little heavier. Yeah. It's a little like, it's got a, it's got just, just a little stronger in that See, sense. Stylistically, that made me think of Daft Punk. Really? Daft yeah. Punk. So I would say like f- the first choice I would make would be like Fortet. And I, and I know you, okay. don't, you don't you don't listen I don't, to a lot of I don't listen to a ton of Fortet. Yeah, but, but you're I'm but very he's a aware. big name. I'm you're at least very familiar. aware of Fortet. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. I think that that's probably like a big reference point for her. And Fortet, that sound like that kind of like, I mean, it's not super experimental, obviously, but it's a little bit experimental. It's, it's a little bit weirder than like your average like EDM song or whatever. Yeah. Um, but... She kind of nailed it, and like her, her, she has a new EP out, and like it's, I think it's like five or six songs, maybe, and it's very, very good, just like top to bottom, and I'm still, given the context I just mentioned, I'm still just like, I, it's just bizarre to have seen this person come from like not making music at all to like doing it on this level. It's pretty fascinating. Yeah. Well, you still haven't given me a time frame. A time like, frame? Yeah, on like how quickly this is. Well, I don't know. Five years I don't is know. a lot different from like yeah, I don't one know. year. I don't know. All I can tell you is. You don't I, remember when I, you started following her? No, I her? think I started following her about two and a half years ago. Mm. And at that time, again, for just for just like, she was just like a model, again, that like popped up on my like feeder and like explore or something. And I was just, and literally I just went whoa, she's really cute. And then I yeah. started following her and I knew nothing else about her. Yeah, I mean, yeah. she could I mean, have been... We've, it, it's just 2019. People do that, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so what I can say is two, two and a half years ago, I started following her and then I was not... I knew she was kind of a DJ at that time where I started getting like notions that she was an aspiring DJ kind of coming up, but I never saw her in front of like a bigger crowd. She wasn't really showing like that side of things. So I just, usually if you're not in front of a big crowd, then that means that you're not in front of a crowd. Basically you're just, you know, maybe it's just showing you like in front of your turntables or whatever. And you're kind of coming up and that's cool. Like that's how most DJs are. I I get what you're saying though. If that, if, if that were the first song we had ever heard from anybody, you'd be like, damn, that's a pretty good first song. Oh, like like, I'm going to investigate more of this artist because I like that song so much. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what you're saying. Yeah. And it's more sounding to you because you have like a little more backlog with her. Yeah. But like, 
and just out of the blue, that's a good first song. Absolutely. Where like she's got nowhere to go but up. I mean, here. like first, that's like almost an unheard of good first song. Like who has a song? Who has a first song? Right. That they kind of know their way around it, everything that well. Not many. Uh. Well, I mean, especially it, in the world of production, it, it depends. Like, like first song you heard or first song they ever released. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That, you know that's saying? the thing. Is like she could have totally like around the time that I became aware of her, she could have been like an aspiring She's, producer. She that probably whole grew time. up taking piano lessons and shit. You know what I'm saying? She knows music oh, yeah. theory. You know what yeah. I'm saying? She probably knows. She didn't just learn how to read music last year. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. She probably knew her way around it. That's why she got into the field in the first place. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And then we're just now getting exposed to her. But like, so the first time I ever heard a song from Banks okay. it was Warm Water. Mm-hmm. And that shit blew my mind. Okay. I was like, who is this girl? What is this song? And why is it so goddamn good? Yeah. The first time I ever heard it, I was like, how is this the first song I've ever heard from her? Yeah. And how right. have I heard nothing else before this? Right. Where even then, the first song I heard from Anderson Pack was drugs, and I didn't like that at all. Yeah. I was like, yo, who's this Norwood dude who's like not very good <laughs> that's like on this like dubstepy kind of track? I was like, this is like kind of okay. And then later on, I'm like, oh shit, he's way more soulful. He's this isn't like indicative of his genre. But that's because he had years of growth yeah. in between all that stuff. But I'm Banks was writing songs way before that, and I'm sure this girl was Tisha was writing songs way Maybe. before all this. You but know the weird saying? thing is, I just had zero indication of yeah. that. Yeah, and like when I even I can I mean based w- on where like, did you find the song? Was it on a SoundCloud? Was it on a mix? Well, no, it was on it was just on her like IG and IG. Yeah. yeah, and I just was like, wait, have you peeped she's making SoundCloud? music now? Like, what's happening? And I because you know I'm like barely even aware of this person anymore, and then I just kind of yeah. saw her in my feed. Remembered who she was, and then she's. I'm like playing this sample from like her for her from her story or whatever, and I was like, "What? She's this is she made this? That's crazy! Like, it's just I don't know. It's it's fascinating because again, I just think for for like debuting as an artist, debuting as a recording artist, that is almost unheard. That's good on an almost unheard of level, especially considering that. I followed her for so long and I don't remember her making any mentions of like music making. So what you're saying, yeah, yeah, yeah. She didn't post any No, I was, again, I was, dist- I was a little distracted. So what you're saying is Will doesn't think that IG thoughts are capable. She is making- not, that's not, that's not what she is at all. <laughs> that's not what she is at all. I'm, I'm playing, I'm playing, I'm that's joking. Not- I'm joking, I'm joking. Okay. Hey, what was the song called? The song was called, uh, it was called, uh, IG thoughts. Me, me too. too. It's called Me Too. Get out of here. Yeah, and I don't know. Uh, wait a minute. Yeah, it's called Me Too. I think. Get out of yeah. here. Yeah. If so that's, Tisha, if that's not Tisha throwing it in your too. face. But <laughs> wow. Um, wow. She's saying she and, can make okay, music. Okay, her too, first dog. music appeared in like 2018. So apparently this has been happening for a year. And I think actually that's when I first became aware that, okay, she makes music. And uh, so I'm going to mention that we're both drinking a lot of seltzer water. So I get to watch you like turn your head away from the mic to like quietly burp. It's pretty entertaining. Just mm-hmm. saying. But uh, her hitting. Yeah. So her like first stuff on Instagram is, or I'm sorry on us. Uh, her first stuff on Spotify was from uh, 2018. So. And I can recall like maybe last year being vaguely aware that she was making music, but 
I definitely followed her before then. And I don't, I never saw any content of her, like in the studio of her, like in the lab, making music, never saw any of that. So if she was doing it, she was doing it quietly. Yeah. Yeah. Like a bedroom producer DJ. Yeah. 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 I don't know, man. I'm, I, I, for me, this is just a really fascinating like thing that doesn't, um, that's not like brand new to me because I'm coming from the world of like following selection. So like selection just has this roster of bedroom producers that I've never heard of. And the next thing you know, they come out with this beat that is the most incredible thing I've ever heard. And I'm like, who is this cat? Yeah. 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 You know? Yeah, for sure. So that, that happens to me a lot. Yeah. But this is, this is a little different. In what context? This would be like somebody, this would be closer to like somebody that you know vaguely. Right. That uh, you met a long time ago. Yeah. You, you. And then I don't know where it's like, oh shit, I didn't even know you did music. Yeah. And then you listen listen to it and you're like, uh, it's like that. I didn't know. How how could it be like that? Right. No. Yeah. No. Okay. No, I I respect that. I respect that. Yeah. I I get what you're saying. Because it wasn't, it's out of the blue, but it's only out of the blue because you already knew them. It's kind of like meeting a person that you've known for years and it's, and then y'all are talking one day and you're like, oh shit, you watch shitty B movies too? You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, you know what right, I'm saying? Right, like, right. I didn't even know you were into that. Like, I had a best friend, and we had been best friends throughout all of high school. And then one day in college, I'm back home visiting, and I was like, yeah, it's kind of like that scene from The Giver. And he's like, what? Yeah, I'm like, yeah, you know, The Giver. looks like those terrible sci-fi fight kung fu movies. And he's like, I love The Giver. How have we, how have we been friends this long, yeah. and we've never talked about The Giver? Oh, well, I, had a, I had another incident of that with my best friends. Um I brought up Chuck Norris and his movie Sidekicks, and we were talking about like it was a meme, and I brought that up, and I was like, I was like, yeah, this movie was like low key, like really good, and then immediately everybody brought it up, and they were like, no, I used to watch this movie like constantly. I I can quote this movie word for word, this entire thing, the the montage, everything was amazing, and I was like, guys, how have we been best friends for like decade? And we've never turned, we've never brought up the movie sidekicks ever before in our life. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like yeah. we've brought up everything and now like this is coming to the fold. I get what you're saying. Yeah. It's kind of like that. You know, it's also kind of like, um, I bought tickets to mystery science theater 3000 <laughs> and I've known you for probably over 10 years, Easily, but I totally didn't think that that would be your thing had at all. No clue that I had, was didn't totally, even know. You were totally offended that I didn't invite you and, and know somehow that you were like into that. Yeah. I should have checked anyway. You should have checked. I should have checked anyway. That was my only point, is that y'all should have checked, and the fact that you didn't check says something about what y'all think of me. That was my only point. I see. Neither I see. here nor there. I see. But okay. it was a good show. Yes. And we moved past it, <laughs> and we just banked a bunch of episodes for the we podcast. We just banked a bunch of episodes. We banked, yeah. we banked a bunch of episodes, and I'm very happy with it, and I think they all turned out really well. I do, too. I'm pumped about it. Yeah. All right, Newtsters. That was episode 30. We're going to get out of here. Yeah, we'll, we'll probably see y'all in 2020. We'll catch y'all. Easy. Honestly, this one's not coming out until 2020. Almost so, certainly, yeah. So we might not see you until 2021 after this one. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll see y'all when you'll see y'all. All right, y'all. Peace. <laughs>